Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving While Awesome Podcast. What's your name? My name is Lane. My name is Brian. My name is Ethan. I'm Rick. And I'm Brad. Oh, and this will also be aired as a Clutch Kickers podcast, too. Whoa. Exactly. Brady Boswell. Yep. Uh, so we are in Fortuna, California, Fortuna, California on in a hotel room. And, um, we just got done with day two of CRR North. Um, what did everyone think? It was a good time. I had a good, I had a really good time. Yeah, good. You did. <laughs> I mean, Brad, why did it. you have an exceptionally good time? Because I borrowed the, the slingshot. He was sling, oh. sling blading. I was slingshotting. Was that? It was freaking awesome is this my beer is it as yes, terrible as i expect dude no brad you had, would hate it i loved it brad had all smiles he yeah. put so many miles on that thing yeah you probably gonna drive it for like 10 minutes and you were in it for like half the day yeah oh really you yeah. drove it that much yeah, yeah yeah i drove it all the way to fortuna okay, so why was it good though it's i mean it's super lightweight it's got all the power you'd ever need and aside from the trash tires and the kind of crappy seat it it's really really fun okay so it's fun let me counter that with brian what do you think after a day of driving it a day and a half of driving brian's it. opinion is i think it's brutal but it is absolutely fun it's definitely brutal it's definitely brutal, brutal in what way explain to your ego that you only have three wheels <laughs> no i don't i don't give a shit no i'm just kidding I can brutal in the way that. that you're totally exposed mm-hmm. and um, you know, every bump that you go over, it's like you feel it well, through. And Brian's helmet is a size small. Yeah. So there's no it's way it's going to fit. Little head, right? It doesn't fit my head. So no I brain. drove it without a helmet. So I was out there exposed oh. with my head in How's the air. The I mean, oh, we, should, we should actually have a picture because Brad took it to a next level of specialness by wearing <laughs> the, uh, the sweater. Uh, yeah. The big Lebowski sweater. sweater. Yeah. And if, button up. if you hear Brian's weird accent right now, it's because he has jerky mouth. Yeah, I'm, jerky I'm eating beef jerky. I'm in my happy place. <laughs> He's preparing some taillights. <laughs> yeah, you never know what will happen. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'll, yeah, I'll say this. So I had the morning with it, and uh-huh. uh, John, uh, GTO John, jumped in as a passenger with me. And we did a we did a swap, so he wore the helmet, and I went, uh, you know, just sunglasses. Very kind of you. Mm. We, I figured that's the be- that's the right thing to do, just because yeah. you know the driver should be limiting them. You know, they shouldn't be driving helmet style if the passenger doesn't right. have one. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, we had a super fun drive, and he was like, I think he never. He's a great passenger. He never says anything about being scared. He just says it's like exciting. <laughs> but um, we we had a super fun time on 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 perfect roads for it, which are like the really tight, twisty with mm-hmm. a lot of elevation mm-hmm. up and down. And w- w- on this rally so far, there's been a lot of that. Yeah, which yeah. Really today dug. especially that to, was yeah. fun today. Um, and so we yeah we had a great morning with that. And then he he drove it too. And um, yeah, <clears throat> well, and so I put on the the jacket, and I had headphones in, and I put my phone on Bluetooth, and I was bumping some some rap. And 
Orinoco flow. Yes. Yes. Enya. Yes. Yeah. Enya. Enya. I was in my groove, you know. I just had my <laughs> I just had my uh, my fun jams, and I was ready to go. No, I was um, listening to some Run the Jewels because I felt like it. But uh, yeah, I mean, getting into a groove with that car is super easy, and it's really predictable, and it's hard. It's hard to overstep the bounds, but when you do, it breaks away pretty easily. Like there's, oh, I mean, really, you're making that statement? Yeah, yeah. Can you like actually like can we pause and like go back to the beginning of the recording and introduce probably that the fact that you got Brian the slingshot isn't that like a pretty big deal? They no, talked we, about we it on, talked the about on the last podcast. Oh, did you? Yeah. You're a little behind on your listening. Yeah. Well, it came out on Thursday. Yeah. So. Mm. While we were on the show, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Rally. Okay. So every yeah, everyone knows about slingshotting. So but, you're saying it's not <laughs> progressive and well, I mean, I just think it's like oversimplifying the review here because it's pretty sketchy. I mean, you don't just drive this like a normal car. I mean, it's it is interesting that the more it's almost like a mental game that you have to play because, you know, you're just trying to get up to speed with you know, what does this three-wheeler do like at those critical times when you're like overstepping the boundaries and I, I mean, I'm still sketched. Like I I don't know. I have, you know, you can slide it around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um but I I don't I, I don't think you could just make the statement like, you know, it's super predictable and it handles. I don't know. I got car. in and started hammering immediately. Yeah. Like I, I You're not never, scared at all about no. this whole three wheel thing? No. Yeah. No, not a bit. I mean, I, mean, it, I, I think it doesn't have a ton of grip. Everything that I have, tires suck. Everything that I have seen but. is it actually is predictable. But I just feel like you kind of need a lot of seat time to be able to do. I, I'm just, I just am really concerned about like. You know, maybe if you scoot it out a little bit, you're mm-hmm. good. But then what happens when you do go, you know, really overstep and, you know, where it feels like there's going to be a point in that uh, loss of grip, you know, and, and, and all of a sudden it's just going to spin and then you're going to flip and everything's going to light on fire. Yeah, <laughs> and like, I'm worried about that point theory, where you don't have to think about that so much. How about other when cars. the wheel just like snaps off because it's well, just sitting on this pivot thing, yeah. and then you're <laughs> just dragging your ass on the ground? Yeah, yeah maybe. I'm not. I wasn't so worried I've about never, that. I've hour never hour. heard of that happening. Yeah. But oh yeah, because the people that buy them are the people that like well sure. cut around. No, and they, sure, they're the people who go to like a cruise in on bike night and they yeah. just park it and then yeah. I have a three wheel and they yeah. blast the stereo. But I like. I guess that that sort of makes me think of if you're bringing it to like a cruise in place. Do people that buy these things think that they look cool? Yeah, they, they do. They do. Is there Absolutely. anything? I guess my question would be: Is there anything cool about this? Well, do you guys thing? remember no. like the first iteration of this, the T Rex? Back in yeah. the day, it's no. not really the same. I don't remember. Thing, but I mean, it is. So okay, but like, it's the T Rex was terrible, and everyone yeah. like, was like, "Oh my god, I got a T Rex!" And rappers were driving around like, doing <laughs> burnouts and stuff. Like the T Rex was the thing. To but have. a T Rex was like sixty grand, and these are twenty two. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same kind of concept. Uh, and then there's yeah, the so stupid Can Ams. Some too. people do like them. They think yeah. they look cool. I I, I think, you think it, it's we universally agree it's that they look terrible. Yeah, it's super bad looking, but I I like it in spite of that. I think that it's a lot of fun to drive. Mm. And yeah. so, definitely a lot of I think it rips. My theory You can't on, argue with that fact. It is super fun to drive and it rips around. Like the yeah. engine, uh, you know, yeah. all the torque that's there, the handling that's there. I mean, you can you can flog that thing and yeah. it rips and it's super fun to drive. Yeah. Inarguable. Do you My think it would appeal appeal more toward to car people versus motorcycle people? 
Mm, yeah. See, this is the thing. I've I think talked it's a to hard sell. I've talked people. to Polaris people about this, yeah. and they they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They made it without a market. Kinda, Best kinda. Release a product. Yeah, it's like you yeah. you just find this loophole and but, see what. Well, see it's, it's gonna work. It's less than that. It's more that they made it, and then six different markets found it, and they don't know how to reach them. Well, it's yeah. got the the bad qualities of a motorcycle and the bad qualities of a car. In my <laughs> I'm not taking. I haven't driven it, so I'm not talking about the driver experience. Just hey, Rick, don't else. point to me like I have anything That's invested true. in this <laughs> That's true. I'm just saying, you guys I also, saying you enjoyed it so i'm not saying it's a i also haven't fun. driven it but i can't like i can't get past the fact that it's not a real car that it's just this like play school you have toy to wear a helmet yeah and car. you have to wear a helmet you don't have to wear a helmet okay you don't have to Wait, but you, you, should. you should you should and i three wheels in california no. was illegal nope. no it, i drove reason, past a cop four times but that doesn't mean anything but <laughs> for some reason <laughs> You don't have to. Um, I'm also a I white boy. I still can't. I just can't get past the fact that it's like you can get a Miata for a couple grand more. I would rather have this than a Miata. A brand new Miata. Every single a time. real car. Yes. You, you're fucking. Well, you're just, you're <laughs> awful. Yeah, but you're a, off a the Miata, charts. So, I mean, you're crazy, dude. This thing got no roof. You leave it outside. Someone, if if you piss someone off, they just cut your drive belt. Oh, like someone. Oh, you're pissing pee, your gas tank on your seat. Yeah. Like, who, who are you? Who controlling? are you making that angry? Because <laughs> we go out to the the car day and someone rifled through shit. Yeah. Because there's nowhere to put anything. Mm. It's a it's this open. It's a ski doo with wheels on it. <laughs> but like same thing with a Miata, people cut your top and dude, oh, whatever. Oh come on, you're getting crazy, okay, dude. Okay, well without without going into this whole versus Miata thing, just ba first off, like you can't get a, a, away from the fact that it's like a toy car. But I think it is worth uh, mentioning that when you sit behind the wheel on that thing, you can. I mean, it feels like a real car behind mm -hmm. the wheel. Yeah. Like you see two wheels up front. Yep. You can easily forget about the single wheel on the totally. back, and it looks like just a miniature version of a car which and it, it's a blast yeah so um i have a question for you because i did briefly drive one super low speed around nothing during radwood uh, sonoma but uh mm -hmm. for me i felt like i was pushing a shopping cart the whole time did you ever get that <laughs> sensation no no okay for me, I, but I, I have a. I'm, I'm having a good time picturing you styling and profiling in this Polaris. I felt like no, neither feel... of those was. A <laughs> I felt like I was pushing a shopping cart. It's funny. Pat Murphy is tagging me now in all of these Polaris, the Polaris, and they're like gangster versions, like people rolling down the freeway with underglow and everything. Totally, oh, they're that, posing. So that's they're the posing thing is, in it. The the Polaris guy was like, for some reason, it's really big in like the Atlanta rap community. Because it looks yeah. like a, a supercar. It's not that strange to me. That's but exactly. It looks like a supercar for twenty five grand or whatever. So like, it's flexing, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. good for flexing. Yeah. I gotta say, a hot take to move away from this a little bit. I actually enjoy these roads more than either of the last two SoCal rallies. Whoa. Wow. Whoa, I think dude. it was because they were smoother. I think they're, they're paved better. This this section particularly through the redwoods. The last think, section. Yeah, that was one of the best roads that we. Yeah, I didn't done. like that road. I was really bored by the end of it. That was. What? funny because i hear that and then I, yeah i hear like, i love the first day and i love the first half of today i know i was bored for the last probably because it's also i just looked at the mileage and i saw it go from 140 to like 120 uh -huh. and i was like i have 120 more miles on this road yeah that was annoying i enjoy the undulations and tight stuff more too so i enjoyed the first half yeah like through the um uh the fire you know whatever Could the also cal fire the too. Yeah. by cal fire could also be the car yeah for me. i like that mm -hmm. first car for me was a really slow underpowered front wheel drive thing second yeah. car was a 911 which probably needed some suspension stuff also is notoriously just not that easy of a car to drive and mm -hmm. then whereas a 944 is kind of that 50 50 weight super easy to drive and better yeah. 
top of the top of the hill on that last section that we did uh was really good we drove it oh, like three yeah. times yeah because we were oh, searching yeah, for brad yeah, yeah. but it, that was like perfect pavement so there was this nice one turn there was one section it was probably like i don't know a thousand feet or you know um the drop 500 yards long right after the stop we had up at the top and then it had this section it was just oh, yeah. back and forth like these s turns and you could see it all and it was yeah. perfect pavement and they were all banked yeah. and it was just a straight you could take it in a straight line if you yeah. wanted to yeah. if you were like gonna cut through but it was that was so awesome i could see just doing it was like the best autocross ever if you yeah. went back and forth you know with a little bit of risk involved because it's a straight drop off off a huge True. cliff True that. True that. with a great view but yeah. you know there's that drawback yeah no i i had a i had a blast today I, and yesterday too i mean I, I was in some really good groups and um like i got in some really good small groups which is good so we could actually like go to you know fun pace and stuff but so I I kind of worked the system here and I was trading cars a lot because people are interested in the Polaris. So <laughs> let me see if I can remember all the cars I drove. So yesterday I drove I traded for an S two thousand, so that's cool. Um, and then this morning I traded for a nine nine six turbo, then a Boxster S, and then uh, the nine forty four turbo, mm -hmm. um, and then also I just drove uh, E30. the E thirty like rally style E thirty at the end. That's cool. How was Which that car? Is, it's interesting. I mean, it's not like any other E30 I've driven. It's it's super like it it floats around in the turns uh, before it sets, and you know he just has it set up for rallycross, so that's how it's tuned. But mm. uh, motor's super strong feeling. Um, has a really not tight little shifter, uh, very short shift. He's got the freaking lever for the e brake. The, the e brake. Yep. Wow. Yeah, with the little master cylinder there, and yeah, um, it, it's cool. He's he's got like the super aggressive seats. Uh, yeah, the Halo were, style ones. Yeah, um, but with regular seatbelts. That's belts. Jeff Castro's car, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and then he and bought that off Lloyd. And everything. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Interesting connection. Yeah. But and they didn't know each other. And remember last rally, they made that. He's connection, like, hey, yeah. and Lloyd's like, that's my old car. I sold it to you. Yeah. <laughs> it was this whole thing. So, so yeah, it was it was kind of crazy in the turns. Like you got to wait for it to transfer. Uh, and but uh, pretty cool. I, I'm sure he has a blast with it up in Oregon doing the doing that uh, rally cross stuff yeah um but yeah and interesting to drive the 944 turbo for a good amount of time too i've never yeah. been in one of those um How is it? uh i i think uh jumping to the end result i think i'm an na guy mm -hmm. um but i th that could also be due to the i mean i like the tight twisty stuff i i just don't have enough experience driving a turbo car to be able to keep it on boil in the tight twisties like you know you you can get the boost going uh and then you break for a, a hard turn and then you got to get the boost back up but then by the time you do you're already at the next turn and there was like that interplay of like trying to make that all happen smoothly it was difficult to just jump into i, th I think more practice it would be how about the s2000 underwhelmed by that i've driven really? it before yeah. but especially and part of this is jumping from the polaris to the s2000 Whoa. where it's like the s2000 feels like a, a giant heavy beast right and, and kind of and, and no power no right? power down low yeah. yeah so this is a no torque I'm, in the polaris it's a 2.4 liter 170 horsepower in a 1700 pound car uh and then whatever the stats are 240 on, horse yeah but it's way you know yeah, torque is very low torque. And, yeah. and and everything's down low in the polaris and there's nothing down low in the s2000 we were going up a hill and climbs and everything and so yeah just I, I i wasn't into it compared to the boxer s 
I, I like the Boxer S a lot. Chris compared, yeah, Chris's, yeah, that's Boxers a dope are car. a lot of fun. Yeah, a yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, he bought that thing cheap, like yeah. a week before the last rally because his 2002 was broken. Yeah, so he bought it just for Coaster Ranch Rally 2018. Yeah, and then it fits in with the family, and he's down. Yeah, he just, he just uses it, it and drives it. It's pretty cool. Um, so I guess we're gonna go to dinner here in a little bit. We still got some time. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we sure. talk about since we have gone over what Brian's driven? Let's just talk yeah. about let's what talk the, about what we've driven. People are like out here yeah. instead. Okay. Mm. <laughs> just kidding. This is everyone's an interesting character out this way. It seems like that's true. Yeah, everyone. Um, yeah. What have you? What have you guys been driving this whole time? We, uh, Ethan and I, have been sharing a four hundred thousand mile nine forty four turbo. At least four hundred thousand miles. <laughs> At least. At least. Unknown mileage. Yep. Four hundred thousand plus. And it it kind of drives like a car with like twenty thousand miles on it. It's really amazing. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's super tight, and I love it. It's a lot of fun. Interior's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, nice. the seats were just recovered, so that's that's yeah. part of it. Last yeah. thing I heard, you guys, you and Ethan, were gonna buy it together. I think we're gonna split it. Yeah. I think that's probably gonna happen. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Such a great idea, being so covered. smart. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're in Reno. I'm in LA. Sharing it's, a car seems perfect. It's fine. Normal, yeah. right? It's fine. Yeah. I need a car for LA. Yeah. I need an LA car. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. I'll just store it for you. Yeah. That's it's fine. worth the price of admission just to be able to say that. Yeah. yeah. It's my LA car. Yeah. Yeah. But and like the price of admission is low enough that it's like, yeah. Yeah. I have. Uh, half is that of something a... you want to reveal on the podcast? I don't know. I don't actually know a f- solid number yet. So but you know I'm, that I'm if positive. you're going to buy it, it has to be at a dirt bag price level. Pretty much. So yeah. Yeah. of course it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, who you're talking to. no other prices for this dirt bag. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody talks to you without knowing that first. Yeah, it's yeah. right. That's right. They won't try to sell you a car unless they know they're the, to yeah, yeah. Yeah. discounted. Yeah. Speaking of, I've been waiting to sell, sell the Corvette to you for a long time. Oh, so. yeah. Uh, yeah, Just throwing that one out there again. <laughs> Look at Brad's every, face. every opportunity. I know, you're, you're You've put too it, much into it. I'm gonna at buy this the point. sprint back. And tell it has good do. tires on I it. I would love a special price for you yeah. for sure. Special I would price. love the sprint. Well, I would buy somewhere. that. I've been driving the Radwood 1983 944. 84. Yeah, how's that going no, for it? It's you? an 83. The title says 83. Oh, you were saying it was an 84 back Somebody told me it was an 84. I heard it was 84. I've heard that you love that car. I actually do. It's actually so much fun and it's so comfortable and like I feel so in the 911 last rally i was tired at the end of everyday driving not like oh my god i'm exhausted but i felt like i was trying way more in this and also there's a thing where if you're in an uncomfortable seat for a long time you just start to feel it and you start to get over it and the seats in 944 are way more comfortable than the seats were in my 911 mm-hmm. so well it's also a more comfortable seating position position is, yeah, yeah. yeah and you have a really big dead pedal yeah mm-hmm. everything like, is nice it's just and your legs are kind of like spread like you know, well, stretched out, straight out yeah, in front of you a bit. Yeah. Yep. Even the passenger seat too, with Ryan driving for most of today, because he kind of mm-hmm. wanted to. I just was like, stretched out. It was comfortable. Yeah. Um, no, I actually, I think the car is great. Mm-hmm. I don't think I regret any second of the fact that we as Radwood decided to buy it. It's a great, awesome car. Cool. Yeah. And it looks so dope with the livery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very subtle. it flies under the radar by police and we're just like i don't think they see how are the new uh how are the group four wheels and the pirelli p6000 tires seem pretty good the big thing is that um because of the large sidewall it adds like driving on the the crappy roads that were unpaved or rough was amazing Mm -hmm. the only thing is is like going into turns it kind of um feels it wants to settle for a second yeah and then it it settles a little Mm -hmm. bit better but Mm -hmm. it's the big sidewalls make it feel a little Mm. bit like it's going to wobble a little and then it's you have to set it up yeah, yeah exactly 
Yeah. But I mean, they're great tires, and um, yeah, they they grip really well. Do they yeah. rub at all? No, not at all. Nice. And Ryan was actually trying really bad to drift and slide it pretty much yeah, everywhere. Yeah, we saw. <laughs> and, um, he said it was like really hard to get them to lose the grip. A little yeah. bit of mixture of the car is not ultra fast, but also that they had decent grip, and he just couldn't get it to do it. They're also like 180 treadwear, like super really? low. Yeah, I don't. Really? Yeah. Very grippy. Yeah. So, so huh. I don't know, but cool. uh, but they still have like a full tread on them, yeah. which is strange, but. Uh, yeah, those are courtesy Tire Rack. Courtesy of TireRack.com. The wheels from Group 4. Uh, Campagnola yes. replicas. Yeah, those things look rad. And then I'm driving my trusty 944. but The old steed. And it's driving really well. It's really It's been really fast and fun and um, smooth and comfortable and <clears throat> kind of everything. You're solo in this one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like kind of the perfect car for it, but I'm having a little issue. What oh no what it, is that it's yeah. peeing a little on the ground it's like peeing when i stop it ours did that what so like peeing the overflow mm -hmm. yeah. oh ours, for the once, just though. one time just one time but the over so it's like boiling over and then it's going out the overflow tube and it's peeing out the overflow tube mm -hmm. and it's a lot more than it should mm -hmm. so i think there's air in the system somewhere somewhere and i don't know and i, I tried to burp it i i mm -hmm. I, I bled it at the last stop and it didn't seem to do anything it's not running like super hot it's running like a little hotter than i would like but it's not like overheating or anything where does it sit on the uh gauge it's it does a weird thing so it goes from like sits like right around a half and then it goes up to three quarters and then or a little bit above and then the fan kicks on it brings it down to below half mm. um i was kidding. i mean all the fans are working and all that stuff's like working it's just and you've it, always kind of had cooling issues with that car well, though i haven't right? always but i have for the last like yes two years couple basically years, yeah I, well, I had a head gasket go bad yeah and i had a couple other things so mm. i'm i've been fighting this one for a little bit though and i don't know i mean it doesn't sound like enough to be very concerned at the moment right you nah, want to solve it, but it's like, just like it's losing a little fluid right yeah. and mm -hmm. it's not getting, it's not like overheating or anything but and the car's driving great like it's super it's super good um this morning I was in a group with, it was Paul from Auto Kennel and then me, and uh, we kind of switched up who was behind us basically, but we were in we were kind of a group by ourselves and then we'd catch people and and mm -hmm. do that and it was the the car does pretty well the nine forty four is a good <laughs> nice. car yeah nice yeah and it's like like you said super comfortable like compliant suspension my car also i mean it, it has 16 inch wheels so a little less of that but um i think those michelins definitely need to be set up a little more than like my old um ventus um mm -hmm. r compounds that i had like 200 mm -hmm. treadwares mm -hmm. and uh or my I'm trying to think what tire yeah it's just they need to be kind of placed and then and then you go through the turn. Mm -hmm. uh, and my rear suspension, I'd like to like stiffen it a little tiny bit. It's a little soft, but I can't I can't complain too much. The car's been really good. So you guys were all talking about 944s here, and there were reports yesterday that some of the more modern cars had a lot of trouble on that first road. Oh it was yeah, just like too aggressive. And you guys were like, oh yeah, that was no problem at all. I we just breezed right through it. The ride with 944, I did not scrape. 
bump do anything i never that i think that's a like anything. that's a pretty cool data point right there like yeah. that you know a, a lot of the roads where yeah. we're out here in 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 the back road it's like they're not always perfect and totally yeah if you can breeze right through that i think lost almost lost his front lip on that first, i think he was like road, catching right? air and stuff yeah yeah ruben was like pretty slow on that, track, <laughs> on that road you know like, what um what are you doing and uh, he's usually really fast. So yeah, I had the interesting experience of never driven. I've never driven a 944 before, and I, I got to jump into the 944 turbo without any experience with an NA. And I thought that was a pretty neat way to to get um, immersed in the 944 uh, ways. Um, and it was that what I what I experienced was the car could do a lot like anything like i i could be a really really terrible driver and it kind of yeah yeah and it kind of it, it'll mask yeah, yeah it kind of right? helps you out yeah so like yeah. in previous rallies it's been seriously 911 heavy and this one it's very it's transaxle heavy. i know yeah. it's so weird i think, I think transaxle is the way to go it's going up on a yeah. on a car like or on a rally like this because it's like it's super compliant uh -huh. and it, it does whatever you want it to there's what three turbos three na's a 924 and three 928s yeah pretty good it's yeah kind of nuts dude it's usually <laughs> transaxle cars yeah. yeah that's crazy it's well, never been like that 911s never. are too valuable you heard it here mm -hmm. buy 944s <laughs> why would you say that brad we want to keep them cheap yeah. no because yeah. we're buying a cheap one <laughs> we want it to go up oh <laughs> yeah no it was it, yeah the 944 dude it, oh and then chris uh chris anandropolis in that gray 944 gray turbo he was with that uh paul too that he, was, dope, he was dude. in our group yeah. too yeah. Mm -hmm. that thing's super set and up he was yep. killing it dude he's rad he was actually leading we caught up with him and then he was leading our group and uh yeah he and he's like a track guy he instructs yeah. and stuff and, yeah and, and, mm -hmm. and he's got like the half cage in there mm -hmm. and yeah all the suspension like yep. this is like the third iteration of that of the suspension for that car yeah. and he's a mechanic he, yeah and he he's does a all mechanic. Shit. and yeah. i think he's owned it for 12 years 12 years yeah wow. super cool yeah that's pretty rare yeah so today i was uh uh we we had pulled off and it was this top section of the road that we've just talked about a couple times of being really good you know the one where it's like you look down and it's all banked yeah. each way um and there had been no cars that came by and then i hear him firing up that road and you know he was just in the groove and i think he had miles and miles ahead of him of just open road and mm -hmm. it was like yes that's awesome wow that's Lucky. what this is for yeah, yeah. That's the one frustrating part about that last section was there was yeah, definitely there was a lot a of like of traffic, yeah. trucks like towing trailers. Oh, and, it was super uh, wide open for me and pontoon say, actually, boats. For us, we were behind nothing for yeah. oh. thirty minutes. Until it is luck of the draw. I caught, yeah. I did, I did I caught have like a good, two trucks, but they pulled off immediately. So. I did have a good like 20, 20 minute session. Yeah, but there and we got lucky towards the like middle end that people were actually pulling over mm -hmm. but there was a section there where no one was pulling over yeah. oh other downside of the polaris is there's no roof so i had to do this a lot where i put my hands yes. oh in the, the evening in the yeah. evening it's it's yeah. heavy that's yeah, brutal it was yeah. brutal yeah. especially the transition between the trees and then open you get into like your eyes adjust to the yeah. dark and then you get into the light and it's immediately just sun in your eye you need to wear sunglasses in that car all the time then i was wearing sunglasses and it was still bad i couldn't yeah like well, i was doing the was, hand thing yesterday it was kind of yeah. dusty car with a roof That's well actually a car <laughs> if i had a helmet <laughs> if i had a helmet with a visor i'd probably be all right but yeah you're right a roof does help yeah for sure and not having to put on a helmet 
is pretty nice. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> yeah cool. but I like how I like wearing. I don't know. You like wearing helmet? Yeah, I, 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 I always see you wearing one when you walk around your bicycle <laughs> helmet and you walk well, around, dude. Yeah. Well, I I've got to say I I drove the MG with no windshield the other uh -huh. day. I drove it for like an hour. <laughs> On the highway at like seventy-five miles an hour. We know you're insane. You don't yeah. have to tell us for the fifty-fifth. And I had I had my helmet on, and I'm glad I had my helmet on because the radiator was leaking a little bit, and I kept getting. Oh my getting... god. <laughs> anyway, that's normal. It's very so unsafe. I, where did you guys hear that though? That you didn't need a helmet. Well, so when I checked, when it, I from picked Polaris. up the car, uh, he was describing this for me. He even said. <laughs> And for what it's worth, there's a printout. Mr. Polar Polaris. Yes, there, Mr. Polaris. In in the glove box, there's like a printout. And he said, just show this to the cops if they pull you over. I, it, it's never been an issue for me. Okay. I've never had to do it. But it says, do you have to wear a helmet? No. And it states like all these different things and, you know, all the section code okay. numbers of okay. whatever. Um, I thought it was anything less than four wheels needed a helmet. Mm -mm. That's what I thought. It's a gray area. Yeah, like certain, it's registered certain states, as it's registered as a motorcycle. There's like four states in the country where so you have to have a here's helmet. Here's the best two things about it. Then, if it's registered as a motorcycle and you don't have to wear a helmet, you wear no helmet and you lane split in your Polaris. Perfect. <laughs> that sounds That's great. Great areas. <laughs> you could probably lane split in that. No, that thing's <laughs> huge. It's kind of big. No, it's very. Big. It's the size of a car. Yeah, it's it's almost this car. Light, it's wide. bigger than a Miata. Wider, no. it's, yeah. Isn't it wider? Is yeah, it probably. seems bigger than the than a Miata to me. It seems taller than one too. Yeah, yeah it's so tall and goofy looking. <laughs> I would, I would rather, I would rather have a completely stripped out Miata than one of these. Yeah, like I mean, you just strip it to as low weight as possible. Would use it over a Miata. But yeah. I, I would almost put this EcoTech motor in a Miata. 170 horsepower, torque everywhere. Yeah, but like, the Miata motor's good. No, the two not, liter, the two liters close to that. It's like one, yeah, one eighty seventy. Yeah, that's in the newer cars. Yeah, well, the, the brand. I'm talking one. about like NAs and all that. But, oh, but the oh, NC is like 170 horsepower. Yeah, yeah. Is it? So you were saying yeah. it was taking a little while to warm up to this engine. Why? Why was that? Um, in the beginning, it just felt kind of tractor like, and like I, it's not what a sports I, car I, engine. It's yeah. not. So what I like is a like a four cylinder twin cam where it feels sweet when you start revving it up high. But then this, you said you one, got it like, in the S two thousand and you hated it. I know. Interesting, right? <laughs> Data <laughs> point. Yeah, Strange but economy. And so this is instead. So it's not like a sweet revving one point six liter or whatever. It's mm -hmm. it's a tractor motor two point four that has a ton of torque, mm -hmm. and so it's just a different driving style. So. I think you know as as i went through the day uh you just adapt to that motor and you're just driving with that low down torque and you're just stomping mm -hmm. on it everywhere and uh you it's, start to get used a to little the sound bit, and everything. it's a little bit like an na 944 motor mm, because, yeah. because it's a big yeah kind of lumbering four-cylinder yeah. that doesn't rev real high and it's got a ton of torque yeah, and not a ton power. of power yeah, yeah. But do you think that that's what makes it great, or do you think it would be better with a different motor in it? I, it's hard to say. It I think it might be better. Yeah, I think it might be better, but it's it's real hard to say. And it, that would affect the price point too. Totally. Sure. But okay. yeah, I mean, if totally. you go and and yeah, you would have to test them side by side. Like, do yeah. you want a uh, a torquey two point four liter or a nice revy one point six? Like, that would be a hard yeah or one point eight or yeah whatever yeah. yeah. Or I mean, um, I mean an F twenty in that thing might be really really cool. Yeah, I was thinking that when you were saying S two thousand, but also like they sold that motor in the Sky Redline with a turbo, 
with 240 horse. Which so you like, wouldn't even need anything like yeah. that. It's a it's, it's a sky. A, it's, it's a, a solstice four, motor, yeah. yeah. Sky and Solstice two oh, four Ecotech. Yeah. Mm. Um last note on the rally before we go to dinner, I have to say too, the other thing I like more about this one is the scenery. Those trees at the end were so cool. That was totally. I've never seen redwoods that big before. This is my first time up this far. Wow. So. You, oh, you're not on tomorrow. Tomorrow will be bigger. The oh, I'll see tomorrow. Avenue we're going to stop just before everyone else. Was it Avenue of the Giants? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no, I, I agree. Like some of the, the views here, like you pull into valleys, you know, you do yeah. these mountain passes and then you pull over in a valley went to like cool down and it's in, amazing. It's like a, you know, a painting where, yeah. you know, you almost, you know, as you see the cow off in the wilderness, just like freaking hanging out and you got these old like uh fences and everything's just like very yeah. rustic and yeah. and yeah very cool well day one section one that was like the most beautiful yeah road you like, get up to the top the views, and just, yeah and it's amazing like, and perfectly paved road and how's and, the one part yeah. there was a train going at oh, yeah. us along the side yeah. oh, and there's a river and yeah. then there's like bridges and tunnels it was like yeah. It was epic. Yeah. yeah, I just love roads that follow follow those riverbeds. It's you know, so good. Yeah, because you know those riverbeds have been there forever, mm-hmm. you know, just carving through, and now you get to drive on them. It's yeah, pretty, pretty rad. Yeah, and it's cool. Like if it's summer or something, you can go off and go swimming. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I kind of thought about that. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's what I was trying to like make oh, something like put something like that into the rally like yeah. a swimming hole nudity like, you mean <laughs> like one of those you just really wanted nudity in yeah you just have yeah. a rope hanging from a tree where <laughs> people... no because that is popular up here like every, when you go up to your you'll see people just pulled over on the side of the road like yeah. tons of cars and people are just swimming down in the rivers yep and yeah. doing weird stuff <laughs> everyone's doing weird stuff. they're all high yeah, yeah. <laughs> what county well, is this thanks for planning out yeah. everything so awesome yeah, yeah it was great Thanks for coming. We did a lot of driving, and some of us were awesome. Yeah, it's not done, Brad. Yeah. It is for me. The podcast oh. is done. Yep, it is. is it? Uh, let's go to dinner. I'm done, right? Bad yeah. podcast. Sounds good. Bye. 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 about the driver experience. Hey, Rick, don't point to me like I have anything invested in this. (laughs)